0: Good morning and welcome to our service from the Burnham Benefice this morning which is the 3rd of January 2021 A uh, Happy New Year to you all and uh, today is the Sunday of Epiphany In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen Lord be with you Almighty God to whom all hearts are open all desires known and from whom no secrets are hidden cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your holy spirit that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through christ our lord amen the grace of god has dawned upon the world through our savior jesus christ who sacrificed himself for us to purify a people as his own let us confess our sins in penitence and faith Firmly resolved to keep God's commandments and to live in love and peace with all. Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word, and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been, help us to amend what we are, and direct what we shall be, that we may do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you. Amen. And the collect for today, the Sunday of Epiphany. O God, who by the leading of a star manifested your only Son to the peoples of the earth, mercifully grant that we, who know you now by faith, may at last behold your glory face to face. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
1: Amen. A reading from the prophecy of Isaiah, chapter 60. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather together, they come to you. Your sons shall come from far away, and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice, because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you. The young camels of Midian and Ephar, all those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Ephesians, chapter 3. This is the reason that I, Paul, am a prisoner for Jesus Christ for the sake of you Gentiles. For surely you have already heard of the commission of God's grace that was given to me for you and how the mystery was made known to me by revelation, as I wrote above in a few words a reading of which will enable you to perceive my understanding of the mystery of Christ. In former generations, this mystery was not made known to humankind, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. That is, the Gentiles have become fellow heirs, members of the same body and sharers in the promise in Jesus Christ through the gospel. Of this gospel, I have become a servant according to the gift of God's grace that was given to me by the working of his power. Although I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to me to bring to the Gentiles the news of the boundless riches of Christ and to make everyone see what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things so that through the church, the wisdom of God in its rich variety might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was in accordance with the eternal purpose that he has carried out in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have access to God in boldness and confidence through faith in him. This is the word of the Lord.
0: Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. And our gospel is taken from the second chapter of Matthew, beginning at the first verse. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I shall begin by reading T.S. Eliot's poem, Journey of the Major. The cold coming we had of it, just the worst time of the year for a journey, and such a long journey, the ways deep and the weather sharp, the very dead of winter, and the camels galled, sore-footed, refractory, lying down in the melting snow, there were times we regretted the summer palaces on slopes, the terraces, and the silken girls bringing sherbet, then the camel men cursing and grumbling and running away and wanting their liquor and women, and the night fires going out and the lack of shelters, and the cities hostile, and the towns unfriendly, and the villages dirty and charging high prices. A hard time we had of it. At the end we preferred to travel all night, sleeping in snatches, with the voices singing in our ears, saying, that this was all folly. Then at dawn we came down to a temperate valley, wet below the snow line, smelling of vegetation, with a running stream and a watermill beating the darkness, and three trees on the low sky, and an old white horse galloped away in the meadow. Then we came to a tavern with vine leaves over the lintel, six hands at an open door, dicing for pieces of silver and feet, kicking the empty wine skins. But there was no information, and so we continued, and arrived at evening, not a moment too soon, finding the place. It was, you may say, satisfactory. All this was a long time ago, I remember, and I would do it again, set down this, set down this we were led all that way for birth or death there was a birth certainly we had evidence and no doubt I had seen birth and death but had thought they were different this birth was hard and bitter agony for us like death, our death we returned to our places these kingdoms, but no longer at ease here in the old dispensation with an alien people clutching their gods. I should be glad of another death. I speak in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. T.S. Eliot's poem, uh, among other things, brings us into the lives of the travelling magi, allowing us to participate in their hardships their regret and their puzzlement the poem is written afterwards but why why did they come the Bible is short on explanation where is the child who has been born King of the Jews for we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage now In 1705, the 20-year-old Bach, newly appointed organist at Arnstadt, asked for a one-month sabbatical so that he could make a journey to Lübeck, which was more than 255 miles north on the German coast. In part, he needed a month because he walked the whole way. This distance is equivalent to walking from Norwich to Taunton or from Norwich to Newcastle-on-Tyne. And Bach did this to hear Buxtehude play the organ. Buxtehude was by the way then 68 and still a renowned organist holding one of the most coveted musical positions in the land. He had previously attracted visits from Handel and Telemann. Now we may imagine that Bach had a hard coming of it, but you know, once he arrived, he stayed there to play concerts, and in fact, he was there more than three months, overstaying his sabbatical, very considerably. Just a little before Christmas, my regularly sat my regular Saturday morning listening to a record review, explored recordings of Mahler's First Symphony. Somewhat to my surprise, the building a library recommendation ended up being a recording made by Bruno Walter with the Columbia Orchestra from Los Angeles, which he made in 1961. So bearing in mind that this is an almost a 60-year-old recording, the performance had to overcome the technical gap that exists between then and the contemporary recordings, for example, Marion Alsop and others. I have one other Bruno Walter recording uh, of Beethoven symphonies, and they definitely show their age, but not this Mahler. The nugget, though, is that when age seventeen, Bruno Walter went to visit Gustav Mahler in Budapest. It would have been very shortly following the first symphony's first performance, and how amazing it is then that 127 years after that visit, Walter's recording remains a landmark. The Magi, Bach and Walter went to visit someone they had only heard about. An act of homage, but more also an act of learning. When Bach returned from Lübeck, his composing style was substantively altered Musical historians can trace the elements of Buxtehude's influence. When Volta returned from Mahler, his appreciation and knowledge would continue to influence his conducting well into his 80s. And when the wise men came back, they were totally changed, their Zoroastrianism replaced. As Eliot says, we returned to our places. These kingdoms, but no longer at ease here in the old dispensation with an alien people clutching their gods. Amen. We affirm our faith together in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and the world and let us thank God for his goodness to us. Heavenly Father, we bring your church to you, praying that it may continue to be a source of hope, comfort and teaching to all of your people. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, as the pandemic continues to affect all aspects of our lives, be with those charged with making decisions, whether they be political, economic, educational, And most of all, be with those who have to make decisions about our health services. Lord, in your mercy. Healing Lord, we thank you for the development of vaccines to protect against infection. For the development scientists, for those who volunteered for testing, for the manufacturers and for those who will administer these new medicines. Lord, in your mercy. Lord above, as we begin a new year, give us grace to learn from the past, to look forward with hope, and to follow you more closely in the days to come. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, we bring to you those who are on our hearts and minds, who we know to be ill, who need your healing touch. Among those we know in this benefice, we pray for Malcolm Lever and Jill Smith. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we pray for those who have recently lost loved ones, including in our prayers the family of Cathy Tagg. Receive, O oh Lord, in tranquility and peace the souls of your servants who have departed to be with you. Grant them rest and let them be with you for ever. Lord, in your mercy. Blessed Jesus, who by the shining of a star showed yourself to those who looked for you, show your heavenly light to us so that we may follow until we too find you. Lord, in your mercy. And now we join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us, not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Well, just before the blessing, a note about services in the Burnham Benefice. As you know, uh, just after Christmas, I sent a note saying that services would be suspended in our Benefice due to the very high uh, rate of infection of the new strain of the virus and the number of visitors which uh, we received in our area over the Christmas period. Um, As I'm recording this episode, uh, to be fair, the rate of infections... Uh, does not seem to have abated uh, to any degree, really, perceptibly. Uh, And so uh, I am proposing to suspend also public services uh, in the Burnham Benefice for the 10th of January, so that will be Sunday next. Um, The churches remain open for morning prayer in their usual rotation. So on Monday it's Thorpe, uh, Tuesday St Clement's, Wednesday, Burnham Westgate, and Thursday, it's Norton. Um, With my blessings and good wishes, we now come to the blessing. And now we come to our blessing. Christ, the Son of God, perfect in you the image of his glory, and gladden your hearts with the good news of his kingdom. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen.